the mainstream adoption of electric vehicles or EVs is expected to gain traction after the previous Congress passed the law that seeks to develop the Philippines' EV industry. The law facilitates a shift to e-vehicles by imposing a 5% EV fleet quota for industries that operate vehicles such as cargo logistics, food delivery companies, and utilities providers within a timeline that will be set by regulators. In this B-side episode, Terry L. Ridon, an investment analyst and convener of InfraWatch PH, speaks with Business World reporter Kyle P. Atienza about the adoption of e-vehicles and whether or not the country is capable of developing its own EV industry. Sir, will the rising prices of fuel and the climate crisis boost the Philippines' adoption of electronic vehicles? Will the new administration embrace the electronic vehicle industry and consider it as part of its top concerns? Well, I think uh, it's very important given uh, very high um, oil prices at the moment for government to undertake uh, measures to basically streamline and uh, normalize electric vehicle industry and electric vehicles per se. An acceptable alternative to a gas-driven or to petroleum-driven vehicles being used by the public at the moment. Will the rising fuel prices raise the Filipinos' interest in electronic vehicles? Will it allow Filipinos to save more compared to vehicles that run on fossil fuels? Uh, Well, of course, it's something that we think should be a top concern because it's very important for government to intervene and to make sure that petroleum prices ought to be affordable and that the transport crisis that we are currently facing at the moment will be restored. And I think essentially embracing EVs mm-hmm. as an important component, not just to seeing an, Im- an immediate future, but also making sure that in the interim, um, we are able to cope with very high gas prices. China exported nearly 500,000 electronic cars in 2021, more than any other country, due to the increasing demand in Europe and Southeast Asia. How will China enter the scene? Will the possible continuation of the Philippines' close ties with China under the Marcos administration enable Beijing's penetration of the local electronic vehicle industry? Basically, it is a technology question, and it has always been a scale question. To begin with, it is a question on the costs. So we had looked at uh, all of the electric vehicle alternatives at the moment, and I think the pricing, most particularly for all electric vehicles, would be around double or triple the prices of comparable gas-driven or uh, diesel-driven engines. So I think that is something that needs to be concretely addressed by the electric vehicle industry. But uh, we've also seen hybrid vehicles offers itself as an interim solution, and we had seen some of the prices, and it is not as difficult for consumers to embrace hybrid in comparison to all electric because the prices of hybrid vehicles, it has a premium of just maybe around 30%, which is a bit more acceptable in comparison to the old pricing of hybrids, which has almost doubled the prices of conventional vehicles. What needs to be addressed really is for all electric vehicles, like the plug-in types, no? to essentially have a pricing comparative to the conventional vehicles that are being sold in the market at the moment. Well, again, I think China and most particularly very specific Chinese companies are uh, essentially competing with the United States and uh, more specifically to Tesla in uh, producing all electric 
uh, plug-in vehicles and I think they will be able to compete in the global market. It is able to essentially provide vehicles that are not uh, the luxury types, but it, it can provide affordable EVs that are marketed to the average consumers. I think Chinese EVs will dominate the EV market if it's able to uh, do so. In relation to uh, Beijing Manila relations. I think the influence of China EVs in the Philippines would essentially be just uh, to use the Philippines as a market for its vehicles. But again, the main question has always been, firstly, it is a question on whether or not the pricing for all of these EVs will be competitive compared to the conventional uh, vehicles that are being sold today. I think that is the most important question. But because of very high petroleum prices at the moment, many consumers, particularly those in the higher middle classes, are essentially looking at EVs, most particularly looking at hybrid vehicles as an alternative. What will the Philippine government's adoption of electronic vehicles mean for the local industry? The continuing uh, exportation of EV-related minerals no, is a uh, going to be dependent not on the decision of the local EV industry, but it is dependent on, well, Beijing's plan on how to essentially scale up further its own uh, electric vehicle market. So I think that is where the question lies because the mining contracts between Chinese companies and Philippine companies will ultimately be dependent on that and not dependent on whether or not we will be planning on uh, developing our own local EV industry. Because uh, our view is that China will essentially not transfer new technology to the Philippines. It will essentially just ask for uh, new and reasonably priced mineral resources essentially to feed its own electric vehicle industry. So it would be a bit of stretch for us to think that just because we want to uh, develop our local EV industry, there will be a more uh, minerals that will be extracted. Ultimately, it will be foolish for the Philippines to think that uh, just because we would want to uh, develop our own local uh, EV industry, for us to think that China will help us develop it just because uh, we are sending all of these minerals back to them for them to uh, essentially develop their own EV industry. I think developing our own uh, local EV industry ought to be contingent on uh, whether or not, well, firstly, are the technologies available domestically from our own scientists? And uh, secondly, on whether or not our bilateral partners or multilateral partners will allow us and enable us and empower us to uh, borrow their own technologies in order for us to uh, develop our own uh, EV technology with our own mineral resources. Again, it will be foolish for us to think that just because we have copper and we have all the other components to uh, create an electric vehicle, it is already bad bullet for us to initiate the creation of a local EV industry. Because the first question is whether or not the Philippines or Philippine companies possess technologies in uh, battery development, electric vehicle engine development. These are components of EV that are probably not present in the local industry at the moment. So it is something that we will ultimately have to rely on in trading with the world and that technology transfer with the world. But uh, I think uh, if we would want to be able to participate in developing the local electric vehicle industry, 
I think it's uh, more a question of uh, whether or not the Philippines can serve as a manufacturing hub for all of the pending EV projects, not just from China, not just from the United States, but from different car manufacturers. So I think the strategy for the Philippines is essentially the same strategy on how we ought to develop our uh, local uh, manufacturing for cars, even for conventional engine type. How can the government ensure that the shift to e-vehicles will create opportunities for Philippine suppliers? Well, firstly, making sure that the taxes are competitive compared to other manufacturers in the ASEAN and to make sure that we respond to uh, well labor concerns as well in all of these manufacturing plants. Well, again, just to reiterate, the main strategic question for the development of the EV industry and for the adoption of EVs in the Philippines has always been a question of cost. And the question of cost is cost to the average consumer. We're not talking about uh, consumers that are in the small section of the elite or in the small section of the upper middle class. If we would want to uh, develop the EV adoption in the Philippines, it ought to be able to compete head to head. So if petroleum cars are being uh, sold at 800,000, at a million, Comparable EVs should be able to uh, sell the same. That is the only way in which EV adoption can be hastened and expedited in the Philippines today. Barring it, it will be very difficult for uh, people to be convinced to buy electric vehicles if the prices would be, what, double or triple the prices of conventional vehicles. And that concludes another episode of B-Side. Once again, you heard Terry L. Ridon, an investment analyst and convener of InfraWatch PH, talking to Business World reporter Kyle Piatienza about the local electric vehicle industry. Cost is the number one concern, according to Mr. Ridon, and for electric vehicles to be adopted by average consumers, their prices have to be comparable to their gas-powered counterparts. Mr. Ridon said that policymakers have to reduce the barrier to entry for electric vehicles to become mainstream in the Philippines. This B-Side episode was recorded remotely in June 2022. It was produced by Joseph Emmanuel L. Garcia and me, Samuel Marcelo. Thanks for listening.